Claude Weekly is proudly brought to you by Peninsula Co-op. At Peninsula Co-op, you get full serve for the same price as self-serve, meaning you can stay in your warm vehicle while someone else pumps your fuel for you. And if you join up to the Peninsula Co-op membership program, you can start earning cash back every year on gas, convenience store purchases, home heating oil, and even groceries. Join today for just $27. For more details, head to your local Peninsula Co-op or click on the membership tab at PeninsulaCoop.com. Hello, hello, Panthers fans, and welcome back to Claude Weekly, the official podcast of the Peninsula Panthers, coming to you for episode 20, the final week of January 2021. Are we really at the end of another month of another year? That is crazy to think. My name is Ben. We're back after a week off last week and by my lonesome this week. No Sticky having another week off. He's a busy man, Mr. Stickman. So we look forward to having his dulcet tones back on the podcast with us next week. And speaking of dulcet tones, we're very excited today. We're going to be joined by two of your Peninsula Panther rookies, Ryan Grandbard and Ethan Ewer, to talk a little bit about how they've gone this year, how they're coping with the current break, and finding out a bunch of other stuff in the meantime. And also, we will be joined by your head coach, Brad Tippett. We're bringing back Tippett Talk. First time in quite some time to find out what is happening in the coaching side of things with your Peninsula Panthers because there's not a lot else happening to report, unfortunately, this week. We're still in limbo mode waiting for the decision to come down on the 5th of February about uh, whether or not we can be back up and playing because we are still, of course, waiting around right now. So there is still hope that games will be played and we can get some form of season happening and every single player, fan, coach, coaching staff and everybody else involved in this club, of course, is desperate to get out there and uh, play games again. And not just here at the Panthers, everybody else in the VI as well is uh, waiting in anticipation for that decision. So next week, we'll, of course, uh, hopefully be a little closer to that. And uh, who knows, we could only be a couple of weeks away from returning to the ice and getting games back underway here in the VIJHL. Right now, though, uh, we're going to go into a brief commercial break. And then we're going to come back and we're going to hear from your interviews this week, starting off with Tibber Talk, and then we will throw into our interview with Ryan Grammart and Ethan Ewer. Babylon by TELUS Health is a virtual healthcare app that allows you to video chat with a licensed doctor from your smartphone. Appointments are covered by provincial healthcare, and you can even see a doctor on evenings and weekends. Download and register Babylon by TELUS Health today. It's a pleasure to be able to bring back this segment back. Tippett Talk with your head coach, Mr. Brad Tippett. Brad, first of all, welcome back to Claude Weekly. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Happy New Year, first of all. Uh, how was the uh, the Christmas New Year period? Get up to much? Well, pretty quiet. It looks like everybody else. So, uh, uh, no, very, very quiet and uh, uh, just... Uh, Sort of got through it, and uh, no highs, no lows. It was uh, just it was actually a pretty good rest. How are things right now? Obviously, we're in limbo still. We're waiting, hopefully next week to get some good news. But uh, I mean, been a bit of a challenging period for the uh, the guys with not being able to practice, now being able to practice, and obviously still waiting for games. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have to take my hat off to our players. They have just been uh, their attitude has been outstanding, and the work ethic has been. Uh, you know, for really the uncertainty that is out there, they have uh, 
I, I couldn't ask for a whole lot more effort in practice. We are amazed. Uh, you know, we're talking to other coaches and other teams, and we're all kind of deciding, you know, what else can we do to keep practice interesting? And, and I'll tell you what, our guys have been as focused in, and, uh, you know, we've tried to keep everything light, keep it moving, having some fun, and, and uh uh, the, this is such a tight group. Uh, uh, we're, we've had Mike Cox in as a guest coach a couple times, and he can't believe the pace. And uh, so, no, it's uh, we're, we're making the best of a tough situation. And it must be great as a coach to come to these practices and see almost the full squad out there every single session, and, and none of them sort of seem to not want to be here. They're all, even though they're not oh, yeah. playing games, yeah, they no, just no, want to no, be out they're, there. Don't they're they? all fine, and, and we got guys that are we got guys that are coming out that are that are still with nagging injuries and stuff uh you know griffin's still nursing his shoulder cox is a shoulder and uh uh you know we've got a guy's couple nick nicked up here we got guys that took advantage of the break to get their wisdom teeth out and missing a guy here or there and so uh but no it's it's been uh, I, I, I really couldn't have asked for for a whole lot more from the guys hypothetically games start again next week how ready are they to go out there and get back into game situations well, tonight was the first night we sort of did some some team stuff. We've done a lot of uh, sort of tactical situation stuff that involves the puck and puck movement and, and structure and things like that. One of the things that we've done is, we, of course, we tore all the lines apart and all the defense pairs apart. And we strategically put one one veteran forward on each of the five forward lines and then split up uh, Crawford and uh, or Seal and Jensen and then threw Crawford in there well he's a very mature kid and and, uh, and, and a real leader just even though he's been here versus his first year but uh, so we've had a bit of a of a, of a mentor on each line and each defense pair and uh, with Crawford even though he's a rookie he's very vocal and stuff and, and which helps is one of the things we were working with and uh, I, I can't can't say enough about the way that our guys have uh, have uh, the older guys have shared wisdom, uh, been good teachers, uh, teach, showing by example, little chats on the bench, uh, just about thinking the game. And, and the other part is the, the young guys, how receptive they've been. There's no uh, animosity or anybody thinking they're better. Or, uh, you know, it was, uh, it's been great. So it's been a big teaching process now. And, and it, tonight was the first night we sort of looked at maybe some game situations. We did some special team stuff. And uh, tomorrow night it'll be a little bit more of that. But, it, you know, it, we can't be close to the game because there's no contact and things. And uh, uh, But, no, I, uh, I leave the rink here amazed every night. In terms of what you're just saying there with switching up some of the lines and changing it up, does some of that go to looking forward towards the next season as well when you're going to lose someone like Josh and Tanner to kind of experiment with what might be for next season? Well, I think you're always doing that. One of the things I've done in, in all the... Uh, 31 years of coach and stuff is is somewhere in January uh, oh, as you get through December and around Christmas you kind of have a feeling or an idea of what your structure your ideal structure is going to be the defense pairs you know what who's risen to be the go-to guy and goal and and the, the power play units sort of sort themselves out and the lines obviously you know the 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 coneheads there, uh, you know, they they stay together all the time, and and um, and but what I try to do is tear it all apart, 
tear it all apart in January. The last thing I want is to get to the end of February and playoffs start and everybody's a little stale. So if I tear it all apart and then put it back together, knowing where it's going to go back together, it, uh, everybody comes back maybe a week or 10 days before and they're refreshed and they're comfortable with the people because they played with them before. So that's a little bit, again, of what we're doing here now. And, and like tomorrow night we'll put the lines, is the night we'll put everybody back in their normal spots. In terms of what you're saying there as well, I mean, obviously it's a bit challenging with no games though, but you, as you're saying, when you're kind of going into these different simulations that you're going to say from this week forward, you can still think that way and, and kind of just move forward with those thoughts. Yeah, we're, we're trying to we're trying to create uh, as close to game like uh, situations as we can without with certainly adhering to all the COVID rules and and that's the other part. Our guys have just been like everybody's adhered to the rules on the bench in the dressing room and uh, uh, they're in contact. We have the rules with the four questions every day and they have to check in and uh, so it's. Um, uh, it's been, you know, it's we've never, the world's never been here and, and it's a day-to-day thing and I have to take my hat off to our guys, the maturity they've handled it with and uh, uh, and and the the attitude for the adversity has just been, uh, well, it, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it, it just shows what kind of kids they are. Are you hopeful that we will see games to close out this season? Um expectations are the seeds to resentment and uh, so uh, it's not like we're the only team in this and and I think uh, you know we're not going to have anything to do with the decision we just have to make sure we're looking after our safety and and our family's safety and uh, and see where it goes Um, I I think if 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 you're too optimistic you know, you, you might get disappointed, and, and but on the other hand, you can't write it off. We have to be ready. So, uh, again, there's where I, I take my hat off to the players. They they've bought in completely of the situation, and uh, practice has been excellent. Well, we'll uh, keep an eye out how they keep going on the the ice and uh, keep practicing hard, Brad. It was a pleasure to have you here, mate. Thanks for joining Great. us. Great, really glad to be back. Interviews, and I'm actually very excited for this week because I'm always excited when we get to speak to a couple of the rookies, find out how they're fitting in with the team, and particularly in this very unique time when there's no game, so there's a little bit more reflection to uh, go on what is to come and what has already happened. We've got on the show today Ryan Grandbart and Ethan Ewer, and I'll just quickly mention Ryan, proudly sponsored by Properties in Victoria, Ethan, proudly sponsored by Russ Hayes and Bicycle Shop. First of all, guys, uh, welcome to Claw Weekly. It's a pleasure to have you guys on the show. Yeah, thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, um, we usually like to start just by getting a bit of a background on both of you, where you sort of uh, come from, your your playing days that led you into the Panthers. So, uh, Ryan, let's start with you, mate. Uh, Where have you come from? How did you get to the Panthers? I've always been Victoria through the minor hockey there at um, just the MHA and then... It, yeah, and then tell Midget, and now I'm here. Great, Ethan, yourself, mate. How, how, how did you how did you end up as a Panther? Yeah, I grew up playing uh, as with the Peninsula Eagles, and then in Bantam second or Midget first year, I played for the South Island Royals minor Midget team, and then my second year, I played for the major Midget team, and uh, tried out in the summer and landed myself a spot here. And is for both of you? Do you sort of when you look at eventually making your way into Junior B and kind of the programs you take? Do you choose a team? Do you kind of look at a team and think hey I want to go that and was and if that's the case did both of you look at the Panthers as a potential destination as where you'd like to end up 
Yeah, uh, I've been watching the Panthers like ever since I was a little kid, and uh, I think it's just the right fit for me here. Right, Ryan, yourself? I think you definitely have some teams you'd rather be on than others, and for me, the Panthers were up there. Now, right, I believe you had a game with Kerry Park uh, last season, is that? correct did i read that correctly yeah at the start of the year i tried out with them and uh, i got one ap game but didn't quite make the uh the rest of it so does that make it interesting when in the last few games that we play before the break that you're, you're playing against some guys that maybe you've trained with and sort of like come up against sort of on your own team before yeah it adds a little bit of extra stuff to it yeah it gets a bit of spice out there on the uh the rink and everything how have you guys both found uh the season so far the, the move up to junior b uh you know is it everything obviously a lot of the guys say it's a lot faster than you used to things like that is that kind of what you found the most when you've been out there playing the games yeah i think so it's uh it's a good jump uh physical out there and uh it's fun to play but yeah and do you, you're constantly learning, I can imagine, from, from the other guys out there as well, not only just through the games, but uh, the practices and everything, constantly learning extra things that you can adapt to your game? Yeah, for sure. Like, watching the 8, 9, 10 line, it's pretty... You learn a lot from them and what they're doing on the ice. Ryan, yourself, the same situation? I feel like the, uh, the speed of the game doesn't change, like, a lot, but the speed... The, you don't get as much time to make decisions on the ice, so you've got to know what you want to do before you get the puck. And is that something that, given the situation we're in right now, where we're on this extended break, you wanted to get out there, I mean, you can only recreate that, I can imagine, so much in practice compared to the game. So, I mean, do you feel that that is, you know, costing you guys that ability to improve more and more because you can't have those games at the moment, only practicing? Yeah, I think, uh, well, it's tough to have no games, to, but I think... Go- go 100% in the practice and you'll start getting better and seeing results, yeah. Ryan, you feel the same thing? Yeah, I definitely wish we could have games, but at least we can practice. Which in itself, uh, that, that's gone through some changes as well. We weren't even able to practice just before Christmas and now they've, they've changed that up there. I was talking to you, Ethan, a little bit off there about some of the things that you do yourself kind of at home to kind of practice. Yeah, Ryan, there's things that you sort of do in between when you can get out here on the ice and, and practice. Do you have like a net set up or kind of do you go out to other places and skate as much as you can to try and keep those skills up to scratch? Sometimes I'm stick handling in the basement with a golf ball, but... and. When the weather's better, I'll take shots, but there's not that much you can do with hockey. It's on. There's nothing like being on the ice. Ethan, you, you obviously had said you were talking to me off air, but tell us on air right now some of the things that you sort of are doing. Yeah, like uh, shooting pucks like helps a lot. Uh, you can't really do much with skating because hockey's on ice, obviously. Uh, yeah, just keeping up my, I guess, physical activity just to stay active. Yeah. At what point? Uh, did you guys realize that hockey was a, the sport you guys wanted to, to concentrate on? I know, obviously, Canadians are basically born with skates on their feet, right? So, I mean, was that a case as soon as you guys could, you were playing hockey? I mean, was there a moment you remember, you go, okay, I'd like to pursue hockey a bit more? Uh, so, I played hockey and soccer uh, competitively until I was about 10-ish, but soccer didn't get competitive enough quick or didn't get competitive early enough for me so i ended up sticking with hockey right uh what about yourself Ian? yeah i played uh hockey ever since i was little i also played lacrosse for the peninsula warriors but uh i think i stopped playing lacrosse in bantam and just took hockey a little more seriously and um, yeah and is that for you moving forward is that something you would like to see how far you can go with it and kind of pursue hockey as best as you as both can yeah, I think obviously like most kids' dreams are playing the NHL, but 
junior A would be a pretty nice jump, and yeah, just see where I end up. Ryan, you Um, I'd like to keep improving, but I'm at this point. It's school is where my career will come from. Right. So. Okay. And, and what's that direction? Have you are you already working out that career path right now? Do you know sort of where those studies are going to take you one day? Yeah. Next year, I'm going to take uh, engineering at UVic. Fantastic. Great. What about yourself, Ethan? You you know where you're going in that direction as well? I've been looking at the exercise and wellness program through Camosa and just, yeah, to get a personal training Great. certificate. And yeah. So he could build you a gym, basically, and then you yeah. could be a personal trainer and it sort of work in cahoots. Yeah. So I, I don't know how that kind of works there. Uh, I mean, in terms of your personal performances this year, uh, how have you found your time out there on the ice? Ice, I mean, Ryan, yourself, got a couple of points out there. Uh, 11 games. How have you found your ice time when you've, when you've played? Uh, the start, I was kind of panicky, wasn't really thinking that much. And then at, as we got into the season, it found myself thinking a lot more when I had the puck and led to some points, but I'd still like to get a lot more. Ethan, yourself, seven games for you. Uh, yet to find a point or a goal, but uh, how are you finding it out there when, you, when you've when you been out there? Yeah, it was a slow start, I felt, just because of being off the ice for such a while because of the pandemic. But uh, yeah, it was a fun seven games, but I got more work to do, I think. Just with that injury, just kind of sucks that I had to miss out the last couple of games. And, and tell us about the injury. Where, where are you at with it right now? I mean, obviously a bit of extra time away from the ice. Is that helping it out a bit more? Yeah, for sure. I'm back to 100%. So it's, yeah. In terms of when you are getting the ice, I'm out there with, with your lines. I mean, Ryan, you've been out there a lot with uh, Gilbertson and Banks. Uh, Ethan, you've, you've had a couple of different line mates out there. Is that, do you kind of get an input? You can speak to Brad and say like, hey, I'm sort of comfortable with these guys or try it up with that. Or does that really ultimately come down to Brad to see who you're gelling with out there on the on the different lines uh so far it's just uh brad just throwing us in lines just to try and find some chemistry which i'm sure if we said something that he would take it to consideration yeah and with your multiple lines ethan is there one in particular that you've found that you kind of you feel you gel with a couple of the guys more than others at all uh yeah i mean all the guys are like good to play with they're all got some skill and uh yeah i think they're all pretty much the same, yeah. Ryan, yourself, as I said with Gilbertson and Banks, are you finding some good chemistry with those guys when you are getting out there on the ice? Oh, yeah, I've played with Banks for two years now, or two years before this, and Gilbertson fits in well. And and how important is that when you can come into a new team like this with somebody who you have played with to kind of bring that mentality from a different team into a new team? Does it change much with the new style of play, or do you kind of keep that same connection that you've had in previous sort of teams and leagues? I think we kind of keep our connection, but the can't get away with as much right okay sort of uh you know maybe not some of those things you did uh earlier on there uh, i mean talking before about sort of mentors has it been particularly any of the older guys that have taken you under their wing or kind of you sort of maybe look up a little bit more to when they sort of come to you for some advice or you come to them for advice i should say yeah i think uh all the veterans on this team are pretty good leaders and yeah so i think i trust anyone out there Let's go to the opposite question on that. Who sucks at advice? Who's somebody who you think would be good, but actually you go to them and they're like, nah, they're just not giving me any advice. 
Oh man, I don't know. That's I don't a tough one. That one. <laughs> oh, you know the answer though. You, sh- I can tell that you do. You do that. That is it. Are these particular guys maybe not asking you out to play some golf or something like this? Seems where they're going around playing golf out there. It seems to be a bit of a yeah. Stromer's pretty big on golf. Uh, I think he works at a golf course. So right, helps out a little bit there. Yeah, things like that. Do you guys have? Um, I mean, obviously you mentioned soccer and lacrosse as once you play it there, but are there other ones that just for fun you guys like to have around, shoot some hoops? I don't know, do some lacrosse, deal, kick a soccer ball, anything like that. You guys do. Yeah, I mean, I like to anything like that, like shoot hoops with a couple of buddies, take some shots. Yeah, sure. Ryan, yourself, yeah. Yeah, I, I go to the turf and take shots during the summer. Great. Nice. I always love finding out too, sort of uh, outside of of hockey and kind of playing it, watching sports. Are you guys, uh, I don't know, big hockey fans outside of this? You got NHL teams that you're watching closely at the moment? Yeah, uh, I'm a Dallas Stars fan, so I watch them. I watch a lot of the World Juniors. Found that pretty interesting. So yeah, great. Is that does that come from Jamie? Is that why you're a Dallas fan? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. helps that way, Ryan. Yourself, mate. I barely watch hockey. I would say if I had to choose, I'd be a Canucks fan. But I watch a lot more soccer than I watch hockey. Okay, well I got to ask then who's who's the soccer team and what leagues are you following? So in the Premier League, it's going to be West Ham. Okay. And then in the Bundesliga, it'll be Bayern Munich. That's the correct answer. I like that one. And when it comes to like World Cups, I'm always excited because uh, I feel you guys are in a similar position here in Canada, like in Australia. Like you go for your team, but you know you're never going to win a World Cup, right? So do you take on board one of the bigger teams, sort of like an England, a France, a Germany, something like that, that you root for in a World Cup? Probably take on... uh your parents' nationality, so my dad is German, so I'll support them. Fantastic. Do you, Ethan, do you follow soccer at all? Or? No, not really. Never been, like, a big soccer fan. Right. Interesting. Interesting. Are you guys following the Super Bowl at all? Are you even caring about that uh, now that that's set in stone? I've been watching a bit of football. I've never really watched a lot of it but always watch the Super Bowl yeah yeah Ryan you into it mm, at all not that much not no. that much it's, it's an excuse even if you don't follow it right to drink and do yeah. it not that you guys uh, should be drinking we can uh, you know pretend that I didn't say that because uh, it's you guys both turning 18 this year I believe is that correct yes. yeah, so in Canada you can't drink but I can tell you in Australia you can so uh, when you're both 18 get on a plane to Australia you can drink all your life legal <laughs> there you go there's huh. a Tip for you, and like, because people talk about the states, 21, 18 in Australia, it's it's nice and simple. Uh, we'll get to a couple of segments in just a second as well. One thing that I think you guys have been lucky that you haven't had to do this year, rookie idol. Has this been talked about? Uh, that you know, this might be something that you guys will have to do, given that there's no bus trips this year still. Yeah, the uh, talk around the room was uh, after our next home game win. Mm-hmm. So whenever that'll be after. Once the game start, I'm does that sure. make you want to win though? Like, I feel like that's kind of like, a, oh, maybe we shouldn't win then because I don't want to sing. I mean, you always want to win, but it's <laughs> after the win, you're, you're dreading it a bit. All right, okay. So, what have you got things prepped, Ryan? Are you got something ready to go when you guys win next? Yeah, I'm ready. Like, you do it once, and then you realize it's not that big of a deal. Okay, right, Ethan, you you got something lined yeah, up? Yeah, I think I got a couple songs that. Uh, you want to share any that you got going or you want to keep it a secret? I don't know. I think I should keep this one a secret. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll look forward to that. Uh, we're going to get to a couple of segments right now. Let's go. First of all, go to this one. It's time where we learn a little bit more about our esteemed leader, Mr. Pete Zaburski. Guys, you've got these in front of you. I'd love to learn um, a little bit more about Pete and we can discuss whether these are true or not. So uh, whenever you're ready, read, read some of these out. 
Okay, uh, when Pete Zabersky arrived at my birthday party, the candles blew themselves out. Wow, okay. Were you surprised when that happened? Like, did you just, you thought, wow, how did this happen? Yeah, it was, it was crazy, I guess. Just, I don't know how it happened yet. Yeah, we can <laughs> confirm that one's true. Ryan, what have you got for me? Uh, Pete Zabersky's business card simply says, I'll call you. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's a very smart man, so, you know, hands it out. There it is. Um, yeah, what else have we got? Um, Pete Zabersky can stare at you with his eyes closed. That, that takes skill. Yeah. That, that is very, very skillful man he has with that one. Uh, g- give us one more, Ryan. What have we got there? It's not that sharks can't breathe on land. It's just that they're afraid of Pete Zabrinsky. That that that's well good to know. All right, there you go. So maybe when you go to the beach next time, take Pete with you, and then you you know you're definitely not going to get attacked by a shark. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's go to this uh, last segment here because I feel this one's also extra appropriate. This is uh, Aussie slang words, and I just want to say to both of you guys, happy Australia Day for this week. It is Australia Day, so uh, there you go. Big happy birthday. Now, um. You've got these in front of you again. Yeah. You're going to read these out, and you're going to try and tell me what the heck these mean in Australian slang words. So you want to go one at a time? One at a time. So K-Call. K-Call. All right. Now, what? give it, Give me your best guess at what a K-Call might be. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. Maybe, like, a mouth? You're actually dead on. That is correct. Really? It, wow. is your, it is your mouth. Yeah, l- lucky guess. Basically, guess. it's where you stick the cake when you want to eat it. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. Smoko. Smoko. Barbecue? Kind of. Um, I mean, you could do this at a barbecue. If you you kind of think about the word there, it's kind of a, it's a giveaway. Sort of. It, it will make sense. Basically, it's a cigarette break at work. So like, if, you know, if right now in the middle of training, um, you just say to Brad, I'm just going to go out for a Smoko. He probably wouldn't let you, but uh, (laughs) maybe in the 70s or something. Uh, The next one here. Oh, it's uh, Pash. I believe we've done this one before, but if you're not a long-term listener to this show, you won't get it. Um, Yeah. Oh, man. Must have missed the episode. Uh, if I mean, either of you currently in a relationship? Do either of you have a girlfriend? Yeah. Or, okay, so it's something you might want to do with her. It's kissing. You want it, you oh, want it, yeah, yeah. pash, kiss. Oh, okay. Yeah. And if you do it too much, you get a pash rash, and then you, you, you get laughed at one. Um, now, I've added these couple ones here because I feel we're running out of words. So a few little statements here. I'm looking forward to hearing you guys read these out, though. Mad as a cut snake. Mad as a cut snake. <laughs> Give us your guess. If, if you say to somebody out there on the ice, you're as mad as a cut snake. They're just really pissed off. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. If Brad's yelling at you, just be like, Brad, you're mad as a cut snake, mate. Just take a breath. All right. Last one. I'm looking forward to this one. Huh. Uh, stone the flaming crows. Stone the flaming crows. All right. I want, I want you to both give me a really good guess for this one. Well, um... Our language makes no sense. Quiet, quiet down. <laughs> well, I mean, you could use it that way. Yeah, I got no idea. That's. It's kind of like uh, if you use the word crikey or like holy crap or like stone the flame and oh, crows, okay. you know. So here's a tip for you tonight. If uh, Brad's like, give me an extra five laps. Like stone the flame and crows. <laughs> like, like really, Brad, come on. No, I don't want to do that. Uh, you learn a lot on this show, apparently. Uh, guys, before I let you go, uh, I mean, this is a really dumb question. We're going to ask it anyway. How desperate are you to get out there back into game time? And and how do you think you'll go for the rest of the season if games do get back up and running? Yeah, I think uh, we're we're rolling right now. I think the practices are looking good, and I think we're, we're all ready to go, and it'll be a good first game back. 
Sweet. Ryan, I can imagine that first game, puck drops. You Everybody just... wants to be out there competing. Yeah, going that way. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Best of luck for the rest of the season thank whenever you. it uh, kicks underway. And uh, thanks for joining us in Claw Weekly. Yeah, yeah, thank, thank you. you. And a big thanks to everybody who spoke to me just then, to Brad, to Ryan, and to Ethan. And as I just mentioned in that interview with Ryan and Ethan, it is Australia Day this week. The time you're hearing this, it was yesterday. So a big happy Australia Day out there to our Australian listeners, if there are, and to our non-Australian listeners, happy Australia Day at the same time because, let's be honest, you can always be happier when you think of Australia and when you learn words such as pash, smoko and cake hole, you're always uh, in a better place. But uh, to Ryan and Ethan, I'm sure they're going to use those words a little bit more out there. And I hope everybody else who listens to here on Claude Weekly can use some of those Australian words out there. You're welcome for us having those weird words out there in the world. Now, I will say next week when we come back, we've only got a few more guys that we haven't interviewed actually where uh, basically ticking through the list five players remain for us to complete a set here on Claude Weekly of your Peninsula Panthers Griffin Gilmore, Sterling Lyon, Owen Cox Eric Horrocks and Evan Crawford are the guys remaining so next week we'll aim to have a couple of those guys on the show and uh, we can get ever closer to bringing you interviews with every single one of your Peninsula Panthers and once we've completed the set we'll uh, aim to get a few more going and uh, maybe we'll try a few different things in uh, the final few weeks of uh, Claude Weekly, whatever that may be, whether that involves games or whether it doesn't. So hopefully games, as we said at the top of this episode, hopefully we will find out very, very soon. But in the meantime, we appreciate everybody listening and joining us here for Claude Weekly after our week off last week. Hopefully no more weeks off in the uh, coming weeks and we can continue to bring this great content with some other stuff planned in the meantime. If you want to stay up to date with Claude Weekly and the Peninsula Panthers, of course, social media, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter and Instagram. If you're on Facebook, the correct page is Peninsula Panthers VIJHL. There's obviously a couple on there might get a little bit confusing but the one that does get updated is simply if you go to facebook.com forward slash peninsula panthers v-i-j-h-l that is the most up-to-date one for twitter and instagram it's a simple case of searching for p panthers v-i-j-h-l on both services hit the follow button and you will be able to stay up to date with everything panthers related there and if you want to stay up to date with this podcast and subscribe and never miss an episode you can head to p panthers v-i-j-h-l.transistor.fm or of course search for claude weekly on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher google Podcasts, or wherever good podcasts are available that simple leave us a review while you're there let us know what you think of the show got any uh requests anything along those lines you name it we'll try and make it happen we're that type of podcast and uh we'll remain to be that way my name is ben thanks for tuning into claw weekly we'll be back next week for episode 21 special thanks once again to ryan ethan and brad for their time on the show today wherever you're listening to my voice enjoy your week and we'll speak to you next time good night Weekly is proudly brought to you by Peninsula Co-op. Purchase a car wash from Peninsula Co-op before November 15 and you can win free car washes for a year. Enter online at co-oppromotions.com.